Hey, this is Gordon. It's Allison. This is Just Add Soy Sauce, episode 7. Yep, episode 7, and um, ironically, the last episode, um, I was talking about how the Asian American history and things like that, it wouldn't really come real mm, to me unless yeah. unless I understood how I was personally connected to that particular story, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, this hit really close to home this weekend. Um, because I received a call from, from my dad um, that while he was working over the weekend, he was, uh, I don't even know what the right word is. Was he, was he almost mugged? Like almost attempted, attempted, robbed? Mm-hmm. Yeah, while, while working, um, walking on the street by two young men. Um, and praise the Lord, he was able to get away with all his belongings and his person intact and um yeah that was a scary phone call honey Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah, so definitely hit close to home and uh, led us to start thinking about things a lot again yeah right and and all the things that we talked about before uh in our first episode we mentioned like we felt kind of helpless you know all this all this rhetoric all this noise and we were trying to figure out where we stand. Yeah. And I felt kind of helpless. That's immediately what I felt. I felt two things. I felt anger. Yeah. I felt anger. And I felt, again, helpless. And I really had to, one, pray. I had to pray. Um, but I really, really had to reflect again to be like, wow, where am I at with this? Yeah. You know? And, but how did you feel? And obviously, yeah, you're having a hard time, you know, even explaining the story. Yeah. And I know you're emotional. But like, what what did you feel? And I remember you asking me that the night that we got the phone call, right? And mm-hmm. I'm just I sitting there, still like intermittent tears, right? And I'm like, I don't feel anger. And I, I was questioning why. Mm-hmm. Like, why don't I feel anger? I think I was feeling a lot of gratitude, to be honest with yeah. you. Yeah. I was feeling so much gratitude that I was still able to hear my dad's voice. Because like you said, the reason why we even started a podcast like this was because we were seeing everything on the news and our conversations were lost. Like Mm -hmm. our conversations ended up in confusion and I was sitting there this Saturday and I'm still sitting there in confusion. Like what are we doing here? Yeah. What is happening? And now that it's boom right there in my, like in our backyard, Mm -hmm. helpless was not even enough of a term to describe it yeah right like it was just how do we make this stop whatever we're doing right now it's not it's not enough mm-hmm. whatever it is yeah but i don't know what like solidary <laughs> like solidary what like right what what are we even trying to do like right. it's super discouraging right yeah because at the core of it i even went to look up the freaking term of solidarity because yeah. i'm like what does this mean what are what does solidarity mean yeah. and 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 the definitions are unity for for a common purpose or something like that. Sure. unity for for a, 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 the same belief yeah right mm-hmm. and i'm like what are we doing yeah and so we we t- we talked about that term it's yeah like Kind of like, what are we missing? Yes. Like, what are we missing here? Yes. If 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 all this is getting some press about like, you know, hey, you know, different groups are uniting and yes. they're they're in solidarity. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I never used that word ever before. Yeah. But 
is it even doing anything mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and so so we kind of talked about like what what's missing from that yeah right yeah what's missing from that little you know phrase right and um what what did come out is first first let's just say this out like we we both agree we kind of did a playback of what happened yeah and this this crime or this potential crime uh we we believe it it was not a hate crime right uh we believe it's a crime of opportunity yeah um but we would say in our humble civilian uh opinion race was involved but we wouldn't say it's oh there's a hate crime yeah okay yeah yeah and and let's let's just let's just go from there. Um, and there was a key key detail that really turned that situation around mm-hmm. for my father-in-law mm-hmm. when he was pretty much uh, running away from the situation, getting attention by screaming. Um, a white lady opened her window from 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 a, from her house and be like, "Do you need help?" Yeah. And and he was you know he signaled yes. Yeah. And then he he yeah. re- was retelling the story and he says. After someone else from the outside intervened, those young boys stopped pursuit. Yeah. And I think that's such a great symbol of what we should be looking out for. Right. And so let's talk, let's talk about that phrase, you know, Asian and black solidarity. Like immediately, what, what should we be focusing on? Like what's right. missing from that, right? Right, exactly. Because it's not exclusive. Yes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, if we're going to say solidarity, it's like, if really all that term means is unity, should we not be seeking for unity among all races? I, I agree that, that maybe in this point in time, like, a lot of the incidences may just include two different races or ethnicities. But you and I, I was like, hey, like, just from this situation alone, the more people that are involved to right. create unity, not just Asian, not just black, the right. better the situation. Exactly. You know, yes, and, yes. And so, yeah, like that term itself, it almost obviously people who support this cause is not only Asian and black. Absolutely. But, but that I think it should be more explicit to say, you know, you know what? Any person who's ready to mobilize to say, hey, I see the dignity in every person. Yes. And let's, let's, let's work that out. Yes. And so who, whatever person... Or ethnicity or race it is this time right. uh, I'm paying attention and I let's let's do right by that it's not complete yeah there you go there you go. I don't think it's complete yeah because I don't know it automatically makes me think then we exclude all those others who want to participate in mm-hmm. this movement to love on another person to love on another human being well, and I just guess going back to my dad's scenario, right? Mm-hmm. Like if it weren't for that Caucasian female mm-hmm. to open her window, that outcome might have looked differently. It may have, yeah. Mm-hmm. It might have looked very yeah. differently. The way he said it, that was the turning point of the situation. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think what you're getting at is your ethnicity, your race. It is a big part of who you are. Mm-hmm. It really is. Mm-hmm. But it's not the center there is a particular dignity that every human being has. Mm. And that's, that's, that's the common factor. Mm. And so whether it is particularly, oh, like well, there's something being violated because you're Asian or there's something being violated because you're gender. Mm. Like anybody, any human being can buy in 
if it's violating that dignity. That, so that should the term be human solidarity? <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's too general, you know, and and that's too big of a, 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 a an animal to approach. But that really brings a great point because you know what we came to the conclusion of, and again, a large part of the reason why we started this podcast was because it is such a big issue to deal with. This issue of racial solidarity. Mm-hmm. What whatever the race. That's good. Yeah, it's a big issue. Yeah, because the issue is so big, Mm -hmm. it does need to be addressed in in pockets. Yes, yes, that's the key. Right. That's the key. I think that's why most people are paralyzed. Yes. Yes. And I think for us, that's why it was so paralyzing. Where, where do we fit in the puzzle, and which puzzle piece do we tackle first? Yep. And. Mm -hmm they can all simultaneously be working at the same time. But, mm-hmm. but it was just really hard to figure out what piece do I work on? Right. Yeah. And people are hungry for that. They're like, what do I do? I think we came to the conclusion that we can't work on changing anybody other than what we know, who we, who, who we are. Who we are, our circle of influence, yes. like our, our ethnic community. Right. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that's the priority. Right. That's our social responsibility. And then simultaneously, though, trust that work is being done on this particular community, on that particular racial community, on that particular racial, and trust that work is being done internally within those communities, too. But like part of that solidarity movement needs to be the internal work within our own Asian American community because we happen to be Asian. Right. And I think that's the elephant. It's very easy to show up to the party and be like, hey, hey, we're, we're different ethnicities and, and we're, we're woke. But if you did none of your homework to right. be responsible for your own community, right. like, where are we going? Right. Your, your whole community like, may not think the same way because we didn't, we didn't work on it. We didn't work on unity within our community. Yeah. Simultaneously to what you're working on being unified with another Yep. Community. Yep. Yeah, and I think that's it. Gave me direction, honestly. Yeah. So, right, you were saying that you liked. Um, well, I share with you a thought that I had um, when I was wrestling in the middle of the night, um, and it was this because this is this image of um, just this bell curve mm-hmm. that. Um, I, it's so fuzzy to me right now because I had I was on two hours of sleep. So so I explained something to you in the in the form of a <laughs> right. bell curve. Yeah. Do you remember what that was? <laughs> no, I mean you, you said a lot of things like that morning, like with that you know rough night that you had, just thinking, and one of the clearest things that you said, in my opinion, was this whole idea that every people group, and we're going to talk about specifically Asian American, but about this bell curve, that how we're not all the same, and right. how we respond to adversity, how we're even responding responding to this very moment, right. is not the same. And you know, you, you didn't even have to explain it. It's, I I almost felt like, whoa, yeah, that was, that's really great. And well, so, you didn't have to explain it for yeah, the listeners, right. okay? Because I can't repeat what I said to you in the fuzz of the day. Right, I only right, right. remember I said. I there was at one point where I was like this side of the bell curve where I responded to like 
Asian American life here by going all the way to more of the Chinese side. Yeah, yeah. Right? And then it was like you were on the polar opposite of the bell curve and at the other extreme where you kind of walk towards the more American side. Yeah, yeah. Right, perfect, yeah. Right? So, so yeah, let's just, let's just unpack that, right? So just let's just pretend there's a Asian American bell curve. And we don't take this literally like we're statisticians or whatever, but you just, just as an image. And so on one side of the bell curve, let's just say that's more of the American side of Asian American. And yeah. so that, that's more, that's more like something that I could relate to, right. but let's, let's take it to that extreme end and we'll call it just think we'll just pick the right side. Okay, and that's the more the American. I don't know if you side. should use right and left either. You know. Okay, let's take let's the front call, side. Let's call it woke. It's the, wo- the woke side. <laughs> the woke side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. And yeah, we'll we'll take the the, the front side, the woke side, and and I, I want to use front because maybe that that's kind of like the position that a more woke person says, you know, yeah. or, or, or assumes, being like, hey, we're leaders, we're change leaders, and 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 we are um, doing something new. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. just that little little piece in in the in the front, mm-hmm. where you might be more American. You're very comfortable with the word solidarity. Um, you went to college and you have all these ideas. I think they get it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good. That's 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 one piece, and it's just a very small group of people, about fifteen percent, right? Right. Right. And then let's go to the back side, you know, the Asian side of Asian American. I don't know if I yeah, like calling I, it the I know, back side I know either. <laughs> but you don't want me Let's to use left or right. Let's go to the other side. Other okay, the opposite side. <laughs> there you go. And and what what picture You're butchering my image. This was my image at <laughs> three in the morning. Just letting you know. Okay, keep going. So yeah, we have that opposite end. And and that's a picture of more of the Asian side of Asian American. And there might be a picture of maybe a first generation, an immigrant uh, population, but of a image of a, a, a stereotyped Asian person who is closed or is not open to other communities, uh, maybe um, Living hostile. Living in a bit of their bubble. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Kind of like how I responded in my earlier. It's sure. Cho- choosing to mm-hmm. be a part of just this Chinese bubble. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. And this woke side might look at this polar opposite side and says, "Oh, those are." my ancestors, those are my elders, those are my parents, and they have these very narrow-minded views, and they will never change. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay, so mm-hmm. we have these two sides, and they make up of a minority of the Asian American population as a whole, 15 on each side, 15%. Mm-hmm. And here we are uh, in our current situation, and this woke side, this 15% is trying to say, we want to be united. And we want to be in solidarity, and they're trying to have this dialogue with this immigrant first-generation population. Uh huh. But there's a complete disconnect. Right. And there's, in our opinion, the disconnect comes from this woke side that has detached and separated themselves to a degree right. from their Asian side from their right. Asian heritage, right. which in a way is like a slap in the face to the immigrant population because that's mm. their whole identity. That's mm. who they are. Mm-hmm. You know, they're very attached to their Asian side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so this this woke side is saying, 
hey, I completely detached and kind of disregard and dismiss a majority of who you are, but here are my views and here are the leading views that I believe are correct and you need to hear me out and you need to hear what I say. And that's just not gonna happen. That conversation is not going anywhere, right? Right, right. And, And so it's like, whoa, again, we use this all the time. Whoa, there's a disconnect. Right. And yeah. And if we can't even get our own group to unify, what are we doing to expect that we're going to unify with another group? And or expect another group to be able to unify with us? Yeah. When we're when we're completely divided. Yeah. And there's a huge chasm because we're on opposite ends of Mm -hmm. the spectrum, right? Mm -hmm. Either you're quote unquote closed. Mm-hmm. Or you're, you know, you're quote unquote like woke. Yeah, ready for this huge <laughs> change and ready for it to happen. Right. And then that's when we had this aha moment. Right. All the people we see on the news, that's like 15% on either side. You know, mm. either they're, you know, they're like demonized, really closed minded people, mm-hmm. or are, they're the people that are like super, you know, united with everyone else. Mm-hmm. But what about the 70% of normal people that are in the middle? <laughs> like us. Yeah. We're part of those. 70% that are just like, no, I want I want to know what the right thing to do for me. How do I support the dignity uh, of, of people? Mm-hmm. And how do I support justice? Mm-hmm. Um, how do I be a peacemaker? Mm-hmm. Not a peacekeeper, not being complacent to what is evil or wrong. No, but a peacemaker is like something is messed up and we're going to make peace. We're going to find a solution to that. Yeah. That's what a peacemaker is. Right. And um, right. so that, that actually was really motivating because it's like, whoa, 70% of any people group is not mobilized. Mm. They don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. We haven't given them a solution or even a plan to mobilize. And so... But they are the key to bridging, and I'm specifically talking about Asian Americans, they are the key to bridging that older immigrant generation to that super progressive Mm -hmm. um, other side. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. they have no credibility to speak to each other. Yeah. Because they kind of are just on polar opposites. They see different worldviews. They're like, they they grew up in different lived experiences. So there's very different, yeah. Right, right. And we talked about it in my personal experience. It may, it may not be true, but yeah. I've detached myself from the Asian side of myself. So how can you go back and say, you listen to what I say, even though I've just detached from all of who you are, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's just not realistic. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. And, we, and we need this 70% middle, the yeah. majority really, yeah. that, that can bridge both the beauties of the Asian side and understand the the movement of the American side yeah. and being like okay now we need to we need to start putting this together and finding some some ways to communicate yeah and that's key yeah. and what i'm af- what we're afraid of is all the dialogue that's happening with Asian and black solidarity that's that's only just 15% of like right on the edge yeah and we're really yeah. not talking about how we can really actually start to heal and to unite the Asian American community and we have no right um, to ask any other people group to do their work 
Yeah. But the true respect in solidarity is I know that you're doing everything you can for your group because I'm going all out for my group. And if we both do that at the same time, having solidarity is a basic byproduct of doing that. Yeah. And so we don't even need to seek solidarity if we are working in our own group over time. Yeah. And and I guess that's what this podcast is about. It's yeah. like, dude, how do we start to heal our, our own selves and our right. own community? How do we actually get unity? Yeah. I have nothing more to add to that. <laughs> <laughs> but it was your bell curve. It was your bell curve. It was a product of, it was at three in the morning. Yeah. Three in the morning. I think you summed it up well. No, but I think the vision in my mind was at the time, and it was three in the morning, all right? So, yeah, like, if not later. But I think the vision that I had was, was this 70% here? Like, there is such an opportunity to, you use the word mobilize, um, but I feel like it's where all the work can be done. Yeah. Because you get the biggest impact. You would have the biggest impact. that's where all the people are. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. you would have all like the impacts, and I mean, just bring it, breaking it down even further, just for you and me, you know, our families. Like very honestly, even after starting this podcast, what it's been two weeks. Yeah, about. Uh-huh. Like we've had some pretty cool, in like dialogues. Yeah, some conversations with family yeah. already. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know and that friends. has yeah family mm-hmm. and friends already that have opened up this space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To talk about it. Yeah, we're not changing anybody's mind. Yeah, yeah. we're not. We're not yeah. changing anybody's mind. That's not our point. But it's like it's been very awesome to see different perspectives yeah. from different family members, from different friends, because they have a lived experience, mm-hmm. and we can't even begin to talk about uh, like different perspectives or like this whole solidarity perspective. We can't even begin to have these conversations with our family members without first understanding, like hearing some of their their stories yeah. uh-huh. and being like, oh, that's why you think the way you do or that's why you made that comment that one time five years ago. Yeah. You know, like that makes a lot more sense now. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why we need to spell this out, but we do, we do. Like, it's almost common sense. And I'm not trying to put anyone down. It's like something that we need to practice. Yeah. But our, like what we learned recently is like, no, we need to know where you stand first. Yeah. Before we can actually unite with you. Yeah. Like, like actually no, like, but we're not talking. We're not, we're, we're just assuming or, or whatever. And I think that's a key role that we missed before solidarity. Right. It's like, like. I think the word assuming is correct. Like we assume, or I have to say me, I I assumed that my parents or my family or my extended family, they took a certain posture because of just some jaded lenses that Mm -hmm. they had, right? And I assumed they just had jaded lenses. Mm -hmm. Honestly, like, I don't think I even bothered to ask, where did those jaded lenses come from? Mm -hmm. Because they came from a trauma. They came from an experience I haven't explored, but they lived. Mm-hmm. And I can't, I mean, I think it would just be so disrespectful. And now I see it. Like, I can't come in and say, like, dude, that's totally wrong perspective, man. Right, yeah. You don't have, like, do you understand what happened here in, in my life? I'm so busy trying to tell them what I know. Yeah, you dismiss their that experience. I have completely mm-hmm. dismissed and disregarded, not even bothered to ask about, wait, where'd your lenses come from? Mm-hmm. Right? You guys aren't communicating. <laughs> You're right. just kind of <laughs> saying what you want to say. Yeah. 
right, right. right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And not only have I not bothered to ask about where their lenses came from, mm-hmm. but I don't think they would even come out the gates telling me though. Like sure. they wouldn't say like, do you know why I think the way that I do? They wouldn't even start the conversation like that because mm-hmm. they probably may not have processed some things either from yeah, their it's past. it's so wrapped in pain. It's yeah. not, it's not normal to be able to unhash that. On the spot. Yeah. So yeah. It's not, that's not normal. And I'm like, again, it's like, that's, that's unrealistic and right? insensitive and that's not helping your cause. Right. Yeah. And right. it's like. Let's try something else. Let's try a different approach, yeah. a different angle to have this conversation. That will get you what you want. That will you know? ultimately yeah. get to the same goal right. of what? Of solidarity. Yeah. Of mm-hmm. what we all want. Yeah. We're not there yet. But I, I, I think we feel like these conversations, especially in this 70% realm, it could start getting us there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, we're, we're saying like, you got to acknowledge that the reality right now is that the biggest noisemakers are on polar opposites mm-hmm. of the peak mm-hmm. within our same community. Yeah. And we're not doing enough mm. to bring those two peaks closer together or connecting those. And the only way to connect those is with those 70% of people in the middle. Yeah. That, that are just confused, that have identity crisis, yeah. that feel helpless but hey let's let's search out our identity let's search out what it is to be responsible in being american to be responsible in being asian we talked about that like yeah. what are what are some of those things yeah and once you start to be like i am both asian and i'm both american and you can start putting those pieces and those bridges together and all of a sudden you might actually start communicating and you might actually start unifying yeah and then something might happen again just going back to that scene where someone else that was not Asian or African-American intervened uh-huh. and it made all the difference. Right. 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 And it, I'm not talking about savior complex, nothing like that. But, you know, in the previous episodes, we just talked about, oh, there's a dominant culture that, that hurt me, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, but by no means do I demonize them. Like, no. I don't like, yeah, I, I don't think they're the enemy. Right. You know? Right. And, I think we have to say that out loud because there's such a narrative that is we demonize whatever it, it generally is um, the white group uh-huh. but it's like whoever is in the most privilege or has the most access in a certain situation we demonize them mm. but at the same time you want their help doesn't make sense like <laughs> you know and yeah and I'm not saying nothing is wrong right you know, right but yeah, I think that we need to be mindful of how we talk about people groups. I think that's yeah. what it is. Uh-huh. Where, where, because we have friends in every people group that we know are good people. We know that not every white person is a bad person. Correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I feel like with movements like Asian Black Solidarity or other other types of movements that tend to call out the white community it puts the 70 percent of the white community on the bench because they also have a bell curve yeah right every one of our communities we have those that go far to the extreme Mm -hmm. of either ends yeah and then we have the the large majority of people Mm -hmm. (laughs) right in the middle that 
that want to do the right just thing. Just want to do the yeah, right thing. But they don't know how. Yes. And and just this this narrative of like, oh, it's because of all the privilege they have now because the people under them are fighting each other. It's like, right. Okay. There there might be cases where that might be true. Yeah. But it's like you're really like paralyzing this this, this group, group that actually wants want to participate to yeah yes yes and so like how do we get them involved yeah because when more groups are involved and especially a group that has more access yes. man like things can change just like the situation changed for your dad that moment right like, things can change exactly yeah exactly so like i have i always have so much challenge whenever we call out any one particular Mm -hmm. group right because i'm like no but we know people from that community Mm -hmm. that are impactful in our own lives yeah we know people in those communities and it's like and, and the, all the George Floyd chaos happened, it's like, it made me reflect. And that's why I was also so confused during that time with the, the, the conversation and the dialogue around George Floyd mm-hmm. and, and just all the, all the dialogue around that time. I also felt very paralyzed. I don't know how to contribute to the conversation in a healthy manner. Mm-hmm. Right? And so then I just started talking. We just, we both started talking to our black friends and we're like, what? What do we do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just was shocked by her response to the, the situation within her own black community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and the way that she saw things. It was different mm-hmm. from the rhetoric that was happening on the screen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so unless you have these conversations at the local level, like with the people that you know and the people that you trust. Circle of influence. Your yeah. own mm-hmm. community. Your own community, yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't have a full picture yeah. of what's going on. Mm-hmm. And we can't rely on just the media or the world out there to tell us. Yeah. We need to have these conversations within our immediate people mm-hmm. and understand what their backgrounds are. I mean, like, you ask 10 Asian American people what their stories are, all 10 of them will be different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not all Chinese Exclusion Act. I don't know exactly where I'm going with this. No, I, I, <laughs> I can relate to that. We, we, we talked about working in our own community and... And maybe a person listening is just like, oh, that's our own ethnic group. But it's like, no, your own community is just really also your circle of influence. Yes. You know, and right there, it's like, let's, you know, let's just take the, the, the tragedy with George Floyd. It's like the, the only thing that I 100% knew that I felt was like you and I, we, we couldn't watch more than 30 seconds mm-hmm. of the incident. Like, I cannot do that to myself. Like, mm-hmm. it would destroy me if I, if I watched it. And I, and I can't. And I don't even look like George Floyd. Mm-hmm. And that's how I prayed, you know, for mm-hmm. our friends. It's just like, they can see themselves mm-hmm. in George Floyd, mm-hmm. you know, and that happened to him. Mm-hmm. And so like, I was just grieving and, and saying, and, and again, that center of like that dignity of a person was, was violated. Yeah. And, yeah. And so like, I feel it a little bit and I grieve that you feel that a hundred times more yeah. and that's the, the only that's 100 percent. i knew what i felt and to take those experiences and you talk to s- some people and to take those experiences and just kind of like be that almost that translator that interpreter for our asian community our our families to be mm-hmm. like hey this is what our friends feel this is what i feel like yeah I, and to even say like i can't even watch that yeah like, i can't even do it bring humanity yeah to the two groups and and that that's how we work in our own community. That's yeah. how we work on our curve here. 
Yeah. And yeah. and it doesn't yeah it doesn't have to be strictly be all Asians. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just what what community are you in? Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. and can you work that out in there? And if every single one of us is working out to to unite each community without excluding and demonizing other groups that want to do right, mm-hmm. it's like I think we can go somewhere.